Hey, everybody. This is Andrew. This is Ryan. This is Jack. And this is Chris. No, and you are listening to <laughs> the only podcast that matters. Yes. Woo! Uh, yeah. Again. <laughs> better, better be again. <laughs> if not, pause us, listen to another show, and come back. <laughs> Any show will do. Yes, exactly. This week, we're going to talk about jobs. Mm. Uh, Everybody's favorite thing. Working. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't Taking what they're given because yeah, exactly. we're working for a living. Yes, we oh, are. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's the song. That's the song. <laughs> oh, God. If you listen to it. Yeah. Then you'd know. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, we're basically going to bitch and complain about customers and previous bosses and things like that. And without co-workers. Naming them. And co-workers. Mm-hmm. Without naming them, obviously. Yes. Yes, of course. So let's do uh, let's do some chronological order kind of deal here. Okay. And, All right, you uh, brought it up, was, so you started. What was everybody's first job? Uh, on mine? the books. Yes. Okay. On the books. Mine. My first. Where job. Where are these books, by the way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Washington D.C. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and everything about you is in them. Didn't you see yes. Burn After Reading? <laughs> I oh, did. you hated it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Never right. mind. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's currently checked out. I, I tried to block that day. Yeah, they're in anyway, the man's closet. I'd, I'd say my first paying uh, on the on the books job was working at a grocery store as a bagger. That was the title. Yeah. I was a bagger. Go ahead, say it. Such a formal title. Too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did, you, did anybody That's ask what, what your job entailed? I'm a bagger. <laughs> I'm a bagger. What so, do you bag? You know, you know, I work at a grocery mom. store. That's what I bag. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm a bagger, bagger, so I pushed carts. Yes. (laughs) I bagged guys for your sister, all right? Pushing carts. That's fun times. Taggart knows. Taggart knows. My first job was also in a supermarket, and I was a cashier. Really? And I would fucking beg to go out and push carts. (laughs) Anything to get me off of that cash register. Actually, I told the manager, because my family has worked in this specific uh, food store for my my father. Had worked there for 20 plus years, so he knew management and things like that. So when I came in, they wanted me for a cashier. I'm like, they're like, oh, we'll pay you more. I'm like, but I don't want to deal with people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be told when to go on break. I I want to be able to have that, you know, that freedom to be like, all right. it is. You know? It really is. And that's funny because... So many people I worked with in the past didn't want to push carts or be a cart attendant or, you know, whatever the title is, depending where you worked. But it's so funny because it, it really is such an easy job. And as much as if you get the work done, no one's looking for you. Yeah. No oh, hell's bothering you. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. You turn around and the work is there. It's like, oh, well, we're good. No yeah, real exactly. customers to deal with. The people who don't help out and believe me, you know, working in retail, we've had it, Chris and myself can uh, speak about this. If they don't, it's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a damn. It's a damn simple job. It's one plus it's, one yeah. equals two. It's low this demand. You know, yeah. and I mean, a, nowadays they got the fucking automated cart pushing shit. So it's yeah, like, the electric ones that work yeah. on a remote control, like a Power Wheels. Yeah, like I didn't have that shit. I was pushing hundreds of carts by myself. Maybe one other guy in the middle to keep them all straight when yeah. I'm going down right. the aisle. Yeah, but no, seriously, no pushing that was carts. A workout. It was a workout, yeah. especially in the summer. Yeah, yeah. But Sweat. at the same time, good, it's when it's rained and you're pushing carts. Oh god, yeah, there's oh. nothing better than that, is oh, there? Oh, and the rain, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but like, if I was, who's if, going out there this time? I am. Give me the poncho. <laughs> if I would be yeah, on the, the schedule to push carts, and then they're like, "Oh, we need you to be on the cash register today," I would be mad. Yeah, be mad like yeah. WTF, mate. That kind of mad. <laughs> I'd be mad like an Australian, like an Australian. And, yeah, and from, from that position, who just wants to push some carts, like an Australian cashier. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. From that position, I graduated up to um, a grocery store. I was a 
They called me grocery because we had the biggest section in the store. I was basically a kid that packed it all out. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you pack fudge? <laughs> no, that was the dairy department. Um, no. <laughs> My mistake. Actually, I, I, come to think of it, I've worked at, because this grocery store was union. We worked with the food workers union. Boo. U- US, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I did. I, I did pretty much every job that didn't require a different union or a certification, which was pretty much um, meat room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Have you packed out the meat room? The meat what? <laughs> I packed my meat. Did you, I was gonna say, did you pack the meat room? I hope yeah. so. I actually. I hope, or, or I hope pharmac- they asked you back. Or pharmacy. <laughs> um, I actually worked in a meat room. For well, yeah, a couple it, of summers at a, at a different place. You must have been yeah. overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. I was. There was so you must much, have been in your glory. So much meat. Oh. And or a whole store. Like a porn set. A wholesale place. And it was... Wholesale, it was, it was uh, great. No good. Yeah, it was great because we got to play with power washers at the end of the night <laughs> to clean up all the meat. <laughs> oh, my God. The the subject, I no. thought this was job cash. Nobody knows how much fun a power washer Not is until cast. you get to use it. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Thalacast. What? The power washer? Yes. Power yes, washer my meat. Yeah, power washer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jack's on fire. Uh, anyway. Like the dairy department packing fudge. <laughs> God damn it. Wow, Jack. All right, Jack, what was your f- You find your voice chrono- and this is how you use yeah. it? <laughs> what was your first chronological hey, I can only job? I the tools that people give me. I bet you could have uh, tools. Uh, uh, anyway. I didn't work in the meat department, though. <laughs> so where did you work? Um, my first job was a popular Italian ice franchise in Point Pleasant. Really? It's on Route 88. I don't want to specify which one. I'm pretty sure if anybody... That narrows the field. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah pretty much narrowed it down, Jack. <laughs> Italian ice, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shock. Me? In New yeah. Jersey, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. 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 Much less. Really? Um, no, popular. All right, I'll go on record. Reed is Italian ice. It's a small franchise. It is. But, um, small franchises everywhere in yeah. the state anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a decent job, but the owner was just kind of a... Because it is a franchise, right? So it's, it's yeah, an individual it's an independent owner. owner. Yeah, I mean, Good he wasn't save. a bad guy, yeah. but he would always run out and do errands, and I would always run. Was the place. that her name? <laughs> Probably <laughs> run out and do errands. <laughs> yeah. Run out and do yeah. errands. Yeah, <laughs> multiple errands. <laughs> but they were oh, uh, lucky Irish bastards. Yeah. yeah, right. No, but I had the job for three years, and the last year I was there before I got my job that I am currently at to this day. This is I worked there from '03 to '05. That last summer was brutal. Oh, well, here's the problem. He There was a big legal battle. The owners who actually owned the building said they invented ice. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, yeah, and they went back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was a joust in the middle of Route 88. <laughs> a fight to the In death. the middle of summer. Chain mail yes. in the summer, people. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yes. It was epic. Anyway. And they rode midgets. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway. Did they? <laughs> you were there. You would know. I was there. That's right. I filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a big legal battle. The owner of the building was the guy who owned the pizza place across the street. And it was back and forth. He wanted to move. My boss wanted to move the franchise across the street to another lot that was empty. It had been abandoned for years. And he wanted to get out. It would get him sole ownership of the franchise out of the, you know, the pizza away, guy's away from this guy. So what happened was the guy who owned the pizza place sold his business to another person, person. and <clears throat> they said, oh, he's trying to sell it. Fuck no. They turned around and sued him, and the township sued my boss. 
So there was a big legal battle that whole summer, and they a lot of the town got involved because there was a parking issue on the street. Yeah. But the problem my, was... My, my great-grandmother actually lived over there, and that time period, I was actually... Well, she passed away, and I was actually living in her house for a while because that was when I was between... Uh, my house in Lakewood and my house in Manchester, so I probably saw you there without seeing you. Yeah, I was the only male who worked there, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. And smart... you probably got no tips whatsoever because you were the only guy that worked there. No, no, I, I did. I made out like a bandit with tips. The tips, actu- the tips actually were divided up pretty well. I mean, he accrued them throughout the season. You didn't get them on a daily basis. So at the end of the season, I made over $1,000 in tips over seven months. Oh, so you took home, it was like a bonus, like yeah. an end of summer bonus. Because it was only awesome. operated from March to October, and I was the only one who stayed there because I was going to community college. Ah. Everybody else went off to another school, or some people were still in high school. Um, I was the only one who stayed from day one to the, the very last day. And I made out like a bandit for two years straight, making over $1,000 in tips for the season. Uh, this is horse shit. What were you, like a fucking bartender? <laughs> yeah. I have never. Tipped, I was an ice tender. I would never tip anyone for giving me Italian ice. Yeah, well, you would. What I made the best fucking gelatis ever. Oh no, no way. No bullshit. It's ice cream. You yeah. know what? Tell him, Ryan. Yeah, that's some and, Italian and a bullshit. Machine, a machine makes it. No, I. I was the man. Right, I had the best consistency out of anyone. <laughs> Can your meat room match that, Ryan? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know, in terms of consistency, I don't know. I was. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Anyway, back to the legal battle. There Jack was, a- was Jack was filling cups like a champ. What were you oh. doing in the meat room? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know. Soft serve, baby. Soft serve on a hard ice. Yep. <laughs> that it's- sounds less than appetizing. <laughs> yes. No wonder you got... So I'm never eating tips. at Aritas again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just the tip. I wouldn't because I don't work there anymore anyway, so... Oh. Oh, hey. hey. No sponsorship hey. for us. Back... Whatever. <laughs> back to the legal battle. Um, he... Fought that entire summer. He tried to get the franchise put across the street. In terms of doing this, the building was in pretty piss poor condition. The problem was, and with me, the worst problem: the air conditioning stopped that summer. Oh, oh, it was, and I was a blank. My shirt, everything. I was a mess. Working six hour shifts, I was a fucking blanket of sweat. There was no breeze whatsoever in that little window. Oh hell no! I went through at least three shirts a shift. It was horrible. I would have quit. That would have been seriously yeah. too much. Because well, summers with humidity around here can be brutal. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. here's my boss's solution. Okay, he's a genius. Put ice in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Get back to work. Yeah. Put some of that consistent gelati <laughs> right. around here. He would turn the air conditioning unit on. Sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. The times it wouldn't, where you can get the airflow from the air duct above the window, uh-huh. he said, maybe this will work. Why doesn't somebody go outside with a hose and spray the air conditioning unit down to make sure maybe some cold air will come in? I don't know. I, I, I'm not now. I'm not a mechanic or an engineer or anything. Andrew will analyze. But this. I've always learned that water and electric objects don't really mix well together. So if I was blown across one side of Route 88 to the other. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, give us, give, us, give us the wow. popular mechanics definition of what would happen in this case. Um, Jack is somewhat right in his assumption that he would be blown across yeah. Route 88. Electrocution? Yeah. It, it wouldn't, he wouldn't be blown across. It's not that much of a voltage, but it is enough for him to uh, hurt himself. Enough to blow him. 
<laughs> He'll have white hair by the end of the time. Nice. Um, mm. Consistently yeah, white let's, hair. Let's, let's yes. put water on a giant fan that's not moving and overheating an engine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Smart man. What was this guy? Graduate of Polish school? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Don't you understand how Freon works, you he dumb shit? busy running errands <laughs> to understand, the, you know. We're doing errands. Doing yeah. errands. <laughs> Oh, Jesus but, Christ. I repaired uh, air conditioning. and Well, you should have repaired that one, because that was a long fucking summer. <laughs> oh, God. I just hung out until I got the tip money, and I was like, that's it. The I tip to- money? The tip money? tip money? <laughs> yeah, the tip money and the tip money. Woo! Wow. I put on a Bonus. show there. <laughs> Sounds like a porn You movie. did. <laughs> tip <Yeah>. money. <laughs> Sounds like a rap song. Rita's Italian me? ice and tits. Yeah, lots of, lots they, of They do a lot town. of business. Mm. No cover charge, ladies. Literally. But, um... The legal battle, eventually, he did get another year on his loan, and then he did move the building across the street. And yeah, now, I was going to say, because there's a new place every, there now. Yeah. Good luck with those people. Well, no. <laughs> he, he just didn't want to put a new air conditioning unit in because he knew he wouldn't be in that building. And he was in that building for another year, too. So, thank you. Yes. Glad you, you know, could have broke, broke the bank a little bit. Got a new fucking air conditioning unit. 400 and something odd dollars. That's all it costs. Yeah, he didn't want us to part with it. Anyway. So I suffered. An yeah. Entire it, fucking okay. Show. A summer like that, that's like, what, 20 minutes worth of ice and it was sales? Two, in 2005, <laughs> yeah. that was a hot ass fucking summer, too. I remember there yeah, were like that was record my, breaking temperatures. That was my last summer in New Jersey before I. It yeah. was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Wow. Who's next? Bad news. Ryan. Um, what next? Well, I thought we were going uh, to. First job. Yeah. Oh, I, I he said that on these already? alleged books. Oh yeah, it was it was at a supermarket. Oh yeah, yeah you kind of we, did. We you didn't really elaborate yeah. too much on it. All right, never mind. Yeah, I was I was there for about two and a half years. Um, just just after I turned sixteen, I got the job, and I was there right up until I went to college. And, and he was at a competing supermarket from my own. It was a different company. Yes, yes, so we'd always go back and forth with, uh, you know, what's on sale this week? Oh, we, oh Pepsi's <laughs> on sale at your store. We got Coke. You, know? you were yeah. that invested in prices? Really? I wasn't. It was something to talk I've about. I've worked yeah. with Ryan. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, the only thing yeah. I get, Ryan cared about was walking over to the pharmacy department and talking to oh. some girls. That's never changed either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he still does. Somehow the pharmacy department everywhere has the Hottest well, she used to be on the yeah. <laughs> she used to be on that one girl used to be on a register. And she would, was yes. I would get off my register every chance I got to go bag for her. I bet you would get every her. chance. <laughs> and then when she went to the pharmacy, I was there for like my whole shift. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm I helping. Was. I'm a yeah. pharmacy tech. <laughs> yeah, duh. I'm counting pills. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm bagging. Oh, the prescriptions. <laughs> I think they can handle it. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. That place. Yeah. <laughs> And it was easy. It was like four-hour shifts, and yeah, they were usually in the middle of the afternoon. So and half of our graduating class worked there, and the other half worked with me. That's true. Actually, they were like split between the two places. It was yeah. sad. It was. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I knew a handful of people who worked with Andrew. I'm not aware of anybody who worked with, with Ryan. Though. Or it was at, more my class. At the store, yeah. I should say. I, I, like I said, it was, more, it was more of Ryan and mine, the two thousand, the year 2002 right. class. That no, it was, was it's just funny, because I only know a handful of people who worked there. Yeah, I actually don't think the store Ryan worked in was open. We're being very, very vague, obviously. Yeah, so right. no one knows what we're talking about, but I know <laughs> yeah, a few you people know who worked who worked with you anyway, yeah. or in in the same store as you. Yeah, I have a funny story about uh, when I worked there. Um, little story of ill health. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, Did I you have to go to the pharmacy? Story. No, actually, I didn't. That in that particular situation, because um, <laughs> you weren't being paid to do it. No, no. So, Why bother? Only be paid to right? flirt, man. Only yeah. be paid. 
Get money. Shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was I was on register one day and I started feeling really really sick for some reason, and um, it got to the point where. I started getting really faint and like, you know, where you get like sweaty and kind of clammy and you get dizzy and everything and start sweating. Yeah. Like if everyone's, anyone's ever been sick like that mm-hmm. to the point where. Yeah. Too bad you didn't get clammy in the meat room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would well, have been hot. That'll be another story. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Um, so I was, I was standing there ringing up this guy's order and like this just wave of nausea came over me and um, oh, like everything went blurry. And, like, I could hear the guy talking to me. Like, I could see that he was worried because, like, every, I could hear people talking, but I couldn't make out you what they said. Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah, it was, like, exactly like that. And, like, I just went, like, cross-eyed. And then the guy's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I could barely make that out. And apparently I passed out. And, on um, register. On, on, while I'm standing up. And according to eyewitnesses, I went sliding down. I fell forward at first and went sliding down the moving conveyor belt. (laughs) Arms forward, hunched over. And then, and it wasn't funny at all. Did you scan? I don't don't know. Did you Nobody. (laughs) How much did you weigh? Invalid. Did it weigh you? Yeah, Yeah, invalid. And um, they bring it in under miscellaneous produce. Not on on file. Yeah. Price check on a tagger. Yeah. How much is this little kid? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I fell backwards, and luckily someone reacted quickly enough to catch me before I like cracked my skull open. Yeah, because back nice. and, um <laughs> Yeah, I ended up missing like two, two and a half weeks of work after that. I got some kind of ridiculous sickness, and wow. it's horrible. I lost my voice for a week, and like it wow, all hit the, me then. What the then, hell was it? I don't know. I don't know. What Not even like I went to the doctor, and they were like, I don't, we don't really know what you have, but yeah, it was it Maybe was it's awful. still dormant. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> still scary. fucked up. Somebody yeah. was talking about Star Wars movies. That's what it was. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, I saw Blade on. Runner for the tenth time last night. After Cloverfield, no, this no, is way before that fucking turd. It's always gonna go back to that. Yeah. All right, it comes down to me then. So before actually getting an official on the books job, which is why I wanted to specify, probably around the time I was 11 or 12, I was one of those kids who walked around the neighborhood who would rake leaves in the fall, shovel snow in the winter, mow lawns in spring and summer. So I used to do that, you know, which was great. And I had a couple of of regulars, if you will, who I knew I could always go to were people who said, come back in two weeks and mow the lawn again. Or like, you know, when it snows, anytime it snows, come back, you know, which is cool. I mean, when you're 12 and you get $20 for shoveling a driveway, it takes you an hour. Hey, man. And you got like three people you can go to, 60 bucks in a day and no school. Couldn't beat that. Helped me to buy my first VCR and TV for my room and a bunch of Super Nintendo games. So, yeah, yeah, life was good. Life was good getting paid cash under the table and (laughs) not having much to worry about when you're, you know, 12. But my first official job was when I was 16. I actually went to work in the same place as my mother. She worked for one of the newspapers in the state, basically doing customer service. You know, to, to her job was basically checking in on delivery of the newspaper, handling subscription renewals, all that. Hers was, I don't want to say more passive, but wasn't quite the same as mine. I was basically the the one calling to ask if you want to subscribe Cold to the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were a telemarketer. Yeah, pretty much. I was a telemarketer, yeah, which I, at the time, was okay. 
I mean, I so you realize what you were doing. Well, <laughs> when you're when you're 16, you get told fuck you enough, it's gonna, when, it's, gonna yeah. it's gonna sink in. Well, when you're 16, now th- let's put this in perspective. This was spring. I started there April of '98, and I worked there for four months. Part of the problem was when you're 16. You at least for me, I didn't want to sit still, so I hated sitting in my chair. So I would literally tr- get there and try and knock out a whole load of subscriptions. And then I would feel free to move about the cabin. You know, I, I would get so tired of just sitting there with a stupid headset on. But I mean, I did good. I mean, circa nineteen ninety eight, I think I got about seven dollars an hour plus commission on top oh, yeah, of everything. I mean, every subscription you got, you got like three, four, five bucks for. So I mean, you could be, you know, if I worked, like, I worked like a four hour shift. I think I worked like five to nine. You know, like Monday to Thursday. Fridays were optional, and then Saturdays you would work like five, six hours during the day. So, you know, not bad at all to be able to do four hours a night, still get home early enough to do homework and shit, and then school the next day. It was it was no big deal, and it was only ten minutes from my house. Nice. So it was a good job at the time. And then eventually the my sales in particular like started to, to slump <laughs> a bit. And uh, when I was coming up for review, I knew I wasn't going to – I knew my numbers weren't, weren't where they need to be. And thankfully they were good enough to – and it may have been in part, like almost as a uh, let's say courtesy to my mother. You know, obviously since they knew her and all that, maybe they were just like, "All right, well, we don't want to fire him. Let's give him the chance to quit because his numbers aren't where they need to be." So I did quit, and then let's see, left in August. Didn't work for like a month and a half because then I turned seventeen, and then a friend of mine who worked at the newspaper with me got a job working at a place a uh, few miles up the road another office selling third-party car warranties but those were not entirely cold calls because this was one of those companies where they would get lists from you know manufacturers and dealerships and all that so it would pop up with their name not necessarily their address sometimes it just pop up with the state because you would call all across the country and you know it would have the most of the time the car make the model and the VIN number which, you know, if, if you hear about companies, you know, saying like, we don't sell your information to other bullshit, whatever, you know, uh-huh. it's like, this is where this company story too. got that stuff. But this, but this is where you sign the privacy agreement where somewhere in there it says we will sell it to certain parties no matter what we say to you. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, the cool thing about that was <laughs> that was even more money per hour and the commissions were ridiculous. Depending on the level of a warranty you sold... You could make thirty dollars off a sale, and the the smallest commission was fifteen. So even if I got one sale a day, on top of making it was like like seven fifty or eight dollars an hour. I mean, it was. For, I'm for trying that, to think how many hours a week I was working till like ten or eleven at night. This is my junior year of high school, and um, you know, because you're calling all across the country, so with time zones, you can still yeah. legally call up until nine p.m. I believe it's still that, but. It was uh, it was great, like I said, for the hourly and then the commission to work like, let's say, 25, 30 hours in a week. So already that's like – and and by the way, paid every Friday. So that was even better. So with the commission – That is good, yeah. And then, Brain you know, the dope. hourly – totally. I mean, when you're getting like $400 a week, you know, like on a good week, when you're 17 oh, – Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And all I had – because I, I had my license, but I didn't have a car yet. So I used to pay my parents – basically the arrangement we had was – and this is how times have changed, obviously, in the last few years. I would give them 10 bucks a week for gas, which basically filled the tank. 
Oh yeah, and yeah. I would drive their the their minivan. Yeah, this one gas was less than a dollar a gallon. Oh yeah, and not that long ago. We're talking yeah. ten years. When yeah, I, when I, I mean, started it, driving, it was still ninety something cents a yeah. gallon. Yeah, yeah. This is years ago. This is twelve years ago. Yeah, so it was so it was sad. crazy. So I had to pay ten dollars a week to basically make like let's say you know three hundred average. Yeah, which you know again when you're seventeen was awesome. Yeah, so that's how I, I amassed a lot of CDs. That's when I really started buying a lot of <laughs> CDs and. Obviously, we've referenced my CD collection before, but oh man, that, that's where a lot of that money went. This is pre-DVD, obviously, so yeah, I wasn't as, as serious about those, but I mean, oh yeah, I'd gotten out of video games, so it was all CDs. I wasn't really a social cat in my junior year, so <laughs> I pretty much just would go out and buy stuff, but uh, that was great. So yeah, telemarketing were my early jobs, th- those two. Yeah, man, to be a teenager, not have a car payment, car insurance... Oh. I mean, those it was the, the life. Days. It was yeah. great. And so, bringing home that much money. And bringing home that, that much money, it will buy comparison, like I said, for gas. Like, I feel sorry for kids who, I think, was New Jersey minimum wage? $7? $7.50. Uh, seven, seven something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's say seven fifty. At the time, it was like five fifty. Yeah, five fifty. Yeah. But compare, as of now, I think the average for a gallon of gas is like $3.60. Compare that to a dollar a gallon. Yeah. I for super. We, I, yeah. For super. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had it better. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. for not having Way a car payment and all that stuff, and having to drive to work. I think in my parents' ten dollars a week for gas to, was nothing. I had a big ass boat of a Buick Regal. I, think <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Boat. You remember that? We've boat. heard of this car. You know, I, heard I, the tales. it had a huge gas tank in it, and it took twenty dollars, filled it super. Yeah, every week from you know when I worked at the grocery store, that awesome. was nothing. You know? Awesome. So I had money to go get my PlayStation games and you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's when work was fun. Too. I mean, not yeah. that work can't mm. be fun now. At it's times, you, had, but you had less care be, well, because you don't have the responsibility oh, and the obligations. Your you time know. is more uh, your my, own. My, my time was devoted to getting my current girlfriend, whenever that was, in the back room to check our schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were checking schedule. You were checking her something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> checking her tonsils out. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> <laughs> you were. But <laughs> you were. <laughs> Please. No, oh, that was, those were the days, though. I mean, when. You were working a four-hour shift, and it was usually in the middle of the afternoon. Oh man! Well, even then, I was working, I like on the weekends. Right I was working school. Well, yeah. see, and that, that's where the difference between like Ryan and I come in. Ryan said he only worked the what two years, three years at it the, was about two and a half years. Yeah, when I, first I worked six years in that grocery store. Wow! They, so like even the CEO knew my name. Besides the fact that my father worked there for so long, they knew me. Right. You know, in that store, and I'd gotten high enough in the company where I was inventory control. You know, so I really had command over what happened. Right. You know, literally. And this the, is at what age? Figure. 18. Nice. You know, less than maybe 20, you know, around that area. Like right right at a high school kind of thing. And um, like my only boss was besides my, the direct manager of the inventory was the store manager. No one else was my boss. Cool. You know, so for an 18, 20, 21 year old in that bracket to have only like one boss of such a magnitude, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that also with with the grocery store that we um, that I worked for, there's the grocery store which is a franchise, and we ordered from an overall warehouse named Wakefern. If you know what that warehouse is, you probably already assumed which. Uh, I know where it is. Okay, yeah. you already assume which uh, grocery I store for, I work yeah. for, but um, to have to just I don't know just to, to have that power, I guess you'd say in that age bracket was pretty cool. I wish I got paid yeah. more for it, but yeah. you know. Likewise for me, I became a shipment, unofficial shipment supervisor at the the first retail job I had. Yeah, yeah, which was cool to be able to do that and to have like to, to 
look at the numbers and see and see yeah, how and, you're affecting your, the company in a way. Yeah, and to, to take an active, a more active role than the average associate. Yeah, just putting it out, you know, not yeah, caring great. about the product. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Actually, just now they think of it. <laughs> <laughs> now they think of it. I actually, did have technically before I started doing the the newspaper thing. What they did was, I mean, this wasn't a consistent job though. It was once in a while when they would have um, like telephone surveys. There's a company who came in and used the newspaper office for that, and they would obviously recruit the newspaper uh-huh. employees uh, for that and anyone else, even though it was 15. Actually, I remember <laughs> the first one I did, because I know at least Jack will find this funny, was uh, when I called home at one point when I was 15. I was going to the... <laughs> I'd just gotten out of seeing uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> uh, it was like June of freshman year of high school, and uh, my mother had told me about this that was coming up and it was you know you're getting like eight dollars an hour i mean it was over two days and maybe grand total like 12 hours but to be able to earn you know 80 90 bucks yeah in two days i mean yeah. you know when you're 15 that'll last you a while so like every two three months they had that so i did do a few of those before working in the newspaper and while i was there so i guess that would be the first on the books job but yeah telemarketing and I, it was it was soul destroying <laughs> <laughs> i hated it i was really good at it my sales were great i mean i was at one point in my junior year i was beating people as far as their numbers were concerned, I'd gone down because I wasn't doing well in school, so I cut out two weekdays. So I was only doing like Monday, Wednesday, and like every other Friday and every other Saturday or something like that. So I was only doing like three days a week. And my overall sales were still better than people who were doing it like full time during the week. You were like so, Charlie Sheen in Wall Street. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was doing great. And for being 17 yeah. and for not even owning my own car yet, yeah. <laughs> I did all right for selling car warranties. So that was yeah. good. And then good. came retail, mm, which yes. everyone really, loves retail. Well, everyone loves retail. And this is what you were talking about. Like, you only had one supervisor. The chain of command that Chris and myself and that Ryan was so much thicker. Oh, my it, God. I, yeah, you guys have told me. The more, more gears there are, and sometimes the more gears there are in a machine, it corrodes it. Yeah. You feel yeah. like Peter yep. Gibbons in office space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know something else for me? I have eight different bosses right now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very, very definitive chain of authority, and everything was just delegated to the next person. I mean, we, we are skipping ahead, except Jack obviously mentioned that, you know, he started This is the, the job second job, yeah. Yeah, that, that he's been in and, and is in. Um, I, I actually, I no, it's, it's technically my third. Oh, is it? I had what a job in the middle of Rita's. I left because my cousin got, well, I didn't technically leave. My cousin got me a job at the another rival ice cream place downtown, Hoffman's in Point Pleasant. Oh, yeah, I know that place. Oh, yeah. I, two friends I was there a there. week. <laughs> Here's the thing. I kept Rita's as, like, and this might be a little sad to whatever. I didn't go to the prom that year, senior prom. Oh, whatever. I didn't go to the prom. I didn't want to go. Yeah, no, I felt, you know, I, it was better for me to prom. Better for me to save my money, and I didn't have a And look at us now. We're on the internet. Yeah. So fuck Woo! you people. Uh, I was a smart one that night. Um, but I told him, my boss, look, I'll work, you know, because every, every girl who I went to school with, most of them worked in that store. Awesome. And um, I decided, you know, I'll work. I'll get some extra hours. Technically, you know, I'm not an employee there, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, you know, under the table. I decided that. Two days before I started that job, I thought, oh, it's okay. Then I worked a weekend. I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. So I still had some good rapport with the boss where it was like, he hired three people to replace me, actually. Which, nice. which was a good feeling. It's like, <laughs> nice. fuck, I did the work of three people. Well, that's in the middle of, Hoffman's is right in the middle of like Point Pleasant. So yeah, during the just, summer on the weekend, they and get I didn't, hammered. I wasn't like, oh, God, you know, I hate, you know, 
scoop an ice cream. It was the same, essentially the same thing, but it just was a different atmosphere, and I didn't get along with a lot of the people. My cousin got me the job, and it was fine because he worked up his, his way up to a supervisor position. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the hand quotations. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, I have enough good rapport. I'm going to just quit this Leave. job. And then I went back to the other place, and he gave me a raise and more responsibility. So in a way, I... Played my cards right and made you know a better deal going back to it than you know technically true you know I cornered the ice cream market that summer <laughs> um, and wow. uh, yeah so technically that was my second job the third job um, is the current one I started in late 2005 to present day and we'll segue this uh, you've into only had three jobs yeah yeah wow. and I had them for years except for the one week wow yeah that one week Christ. guest appearance we'll, at, you we'll, know we'll, I've had like <laughs> thirteen or fourteen jobs wow I haven't had that in many. that neighborhood yeah wow no yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Andrew's had a handful as well <laughs> I'd say about five or six yeah yeah you know. so what what was your segue going to be I was going to segue into now that we're discussing retail since we've all done it yeah. Customers, yes. Coworkers, <laughs> bosses, bosses. Which could be any job. Yeah. I'll segue this. Um, going back to the grocery store because that was my major retail thing. After that, I actually worked with um, two electricians, and then I worked for the last company I worked for, um, the property management company, mm-hmm. um, which I guess you can call the tenants' uh, customers, if you will. Because that's what they Basically, are. Really, they are. Yeah. Every job has customers. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Doesn't so, matter what you call them. Tenants, yeah. uh, the audience. In the case of, you know, yes. let's say performers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're customers. They're, yeah. they're, they're pay, Def- people paying <laughs> for your service. <laughs> <Yes. Defendants. laughs> but uh, going back to the, the retail one, after I gained um, status as inventory control, um, I was always one of the first ones called when something wasn't on the shelf. You know, Where is it? What happened to it? Why didn't grocery pack it out? Why doesn't grocery have it? Well, it's on the truck that's on the way that's supposed to be here now, but it's t- locked up in traffic. There was a woman who asked me where the new flavor of Snapple was. Okay, this was one of the summers when Snapple was doing like one of their big promotions yeah. with a bunch of stupid ass flavors. The fat ass woman, hi from Snapple. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> ridiculous. We got know. a letter from someone in Iowa. Exactly. We don't care. I want the new flavor of Snapple. I'm like, which one are you looking for? Grape. I'm like, that's not new. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staring at her. It's like one of the original four or five. Yeah. Flavors, yeah. I'm like, that's not new. The it's not aid. out. The grapes yeah. not out. It now, mind you, Snapple is packed out by an outside vendor. Yes. Yeah. Just like Coke is, just like Pepsi is. Frito-Lay. Like Frito-Lay. Part, yeah, third-party It's, party it's a third-party right. So I really do not have direct control other than the fact of I know Snapple comes in Tuesdays and Thursdays and this, that, and the other thing kind of – but how much product they're bringing in and what they're going to be packing out, I do not have control over because, again, it's a third-party vendor. Mm. So I take the time, like, all right, maybe there's no grape Snapple on the shelf. So I kindly walk the woman over the aisle. It's only two aisles away from the customer service desk, and it's fucking loaded. <laughs> this woman had glasses thicker than my fucking calf. <laughs> it was 199. Fancy shit. Yeah. yeah. And then she got in her Toyota Celica and drove away, taking out three car attendants and a, and a small and child, a straight yeah. dog. <laughs> oh my god! Those are the people I can't stand. Yeah, the people and, who. Or, yeah, yeah. the ones that oblivious. are stupid, and then there are the ones that are rude. Oh, okay. I'll never believe what this unruly customer said to me. It's <laughs> one job. Oh. Oh, this is good. <laughs> I was working. At a, <laughs> I was working at a wholesale place, and uh, I was out on the floor doing what was known as blocking, or yes. for anyone who's ever worked in Gr- retail, kind of retail yeah, when you straighten the shit out on the shelves, zoning, yeah, zoning yeah. whatever you want to call it. 
And this uh, this asshole customer <laughs> peeks his head around the corner and he's like, uh, yo, where do I find uh, this, that, and the other thing? I'm like, and in this particular place, they had been switching things around and moving things from one side of the store to the other. and well, they, Like remodeling a store? Yeah, or just... not, not remodeling, but they just decided to you know, change the layout of the floor and okay. move things to different parts of the store. So I, I, it was hard to really keep track of where they had shampoo and where they had fruit Mayonnaise. and where everything was just moved around yeah. constantly. So I was like, I'm not really sure. I think they just moved that to another part of the store, but let me find out for you. He was like, all right, well, where's this thing? And I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know. And uh, he was like, uh, well... Uh, <laughs> He can't even finish his statement. <laughs> he had to pull the mic away because well, he's one, so appalled. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, well, he's, he was basically said something to the effect of, um, well, you don't know where that is either, but you just work here, right? And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, memory fiber. I love <laughs> that. Now, with most of the retail jobs we've had, you have to wear a uniform of some sort. You know, a costume. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. It's a costume. I love when customers came up to me and asked, do you work here? Oh, love yep. that. Oh, my God. Now, love that. Yeah. Love it. No, I, I I turned to one and said, "No, this is my camouflage. I'm yeah. hunting employees wearing this dopey green shirt." For I no said reason. that to one, and they just and stared at tag. me. <laughs> and I want a giant emblem yeah. on my chest somewhere that shows that I work for this store. I like strangers. No, I lost my <laughs> Scoutmaster. Yeah. I can't find him anywhere. <laughs> I have a better one. Uh, I have Christ. a better one. Okay. I will say the first retail job I had following the car warranty telemarketing job was I actually worked at Old Navy in Freehold Mall which was great for about a year and a half. I really enjoyed that job overall. And uh, that was back in the day when working at Old Navy, you had to wear a navy blue shirt that said Old Navy staff on it. It said it on, let's say, the left breast and then <laughs> along the back. Yes. On a break one day, I was in Pacific Sunwear just looking around, and someone walked up to me and said, do you work here? While I'm wearing the Old Navy staff shirt. Wow. <laughs> God damn it. And Did you just stare at I them? I just kind of like tugged the corner on the front of the shirt with the staff. I was like, no, not here. <laughs> God <laughs> like, damn it. Oh. Like it was a shock. Right? Are you blind? So There's a specific crazy. difference between Pac Sun and Old Navy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't have. They didn't have like a shirt. As different. Such. No, different they, they never did. They shopping. never. They never well, did. Well, that too. Well, this was like a. This is a like a parent. I think who was in there looking for something, mm. but she was probably literate. Now, now you guys. I mean, for but they the, just for don't the, understand. For the yeah. yes, <laughs> for the audience, they've obviously seen pictures or, or fans on the Facebook or whatever, so they know what we look like. You know, yes. at yeah. least that much. Um, do I look Spanish? Now, mind you, I had short hair. I had hair like Jack when no. I worked at the grocery store. No, Do I look at all. all Spanish? No. no. I mean, maybe if you really. were Tanner is the only way I can picture anyone making some kind of decision. Middle of the winter. And I realize that's... Okay, <laughs> yeah, no. So, no. I realize I'm being somewhat stereotypical and unfair because I realize, you know, yeah. as you learn in middle school Spanish. We, now, we... Now, we... Now, Three, you know, Ryan, myself, and Chris all lived in Lakewood. There was obviously a heavy Spanish population, and that's also yes. where this grocery store is located. I was working the Goya aisle because there's an entire aisle, you know, dedicated to the product. Mm -hmm. And I had multiple people. Now, some people would come up and just ask me, you know, where is this? Where is this? And I would say, whatever. Multiple people come up to me and start, you know, speaking. Full Spanish. on Spanish to me. <laughs> Sometimes it was the immigrants, the Mexicans who didn't know any better. Yeah, which is, which is fine. <laughs> I, I I just love the fact that they sent their children up to me because their children knew better English. Well, well, yeah. And then there was one guy who came up, started speaking Spanish. I'm like, no habla español, and he's he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were Puerto Rican. 
like perfect and English. Said that <laughs> <in> perfect English. <laughs> yeah. Switched. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm like, I looked at him and go, "Is that a compliment?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, do, how am I supposed to take that? Whoa, I mean, I got Spanish sir. cousins. Another funny story with this: my adopted brother is a Puerto Rican. Um, and we both worked at this store. He worked in the deli counter, and I obviously worked grocery at the time. Um, another kid who worked grocery with me um, came up to the two of us while we were on break and said, Yo, man, do you speak Puerto Rican or Mexican? Oh, wow. Puerto Neither Rican or Mexican. <laughs> wow. I, I'm not joking. This is Van Damme's serious not. face. I Go back to not. school. <laughs> this is the same kid I sold oregano to telling him it was weed. That's awesome. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, well, he deserved Was it. this after? What a sucker. <laughs> because clearly the kid was an idiot. So oh, man. That would have made him an easy target. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that was. That, that's my good stories. I mean, mm. just just at least in that job, right? Mind, coworkers. Oh, those are funny. What, what do you guys got about coworkers? Uh, <laughs> I genuinely like my coworkers. Really? Genuinely. I genuinely liked the coworkers that yes, Jack and I had. Jack's current coworkers are my former coworkers. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I do genuinely like the overwhelming majority. I, I don't have Jack complaints about when I worked with them. They were pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. see that. They were my favorite coworkers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ryan, I need movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> watching the counter. Huh? I, don't, I don't know. I had your back, Jack. I don't know. Yeah. All the time. Indeed. And you did. I miss yeah. those days. Yeah. I really do. When you just walk over to my department and be like, oh, what do you need? Oh, well, mm-hmm. you know. I those were a good couple of months. Now. Yeah. 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 Um, In your life. Um, <laughs> no, genuinely, I do like my coworkers. I do find some more annoying than others. <laughs> um, I think I don't have to specify. Oh, without a doubt. Um, there are some people who just complain, 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 and don't. You're never gonna escape those. Satisfy that. Yeah. Ever. And they're mostly the people. And it's over petty shit. Like yeah. They're mostly little the people contests, with the like day little job. fun things we try to do. I'll set up one story. We had a contest last year for Easter where if you got were able to open up a, a credit account or do something along those lines, oh, you would I was get a there prize. For this. So the prize was their little Easter egg. We had an Easter egg basket, and you open an egg up, and you get a prize. Depending okay. on what it is, it's stuff that I think I picked, and they weren't the most creative prizes, like a free lunch or like a free What did you get? Like, you had a little note inside and said, you won yes, like, yeah. a gift card. But okay. not bad, considering this is something that was part of your job anyway. Yeah. Okay. It was more like a little incentive that... You're trying to get yeah. the company credit card to the customers. Yes. Right. Okay. But, yes. Which but is, it's which a little, is part of your job It's a little thing to... Drive sales and to, and to bo- be boost morale for yeah. fun. Yeah. So and to one, be festive. Yeah. So this one person opened one the day before. I believe this is how the story goes, and she didn't get her her egg. So okay. what happened was she complained about it the next day. It's like, well, technically you have to get it. We weren't doing the contest yesterday. Technically you have to get it today. Yeah. So yeah. she picked up the egg. I'm never getting another one again, and threw it. Granted, she's in her forties. She acted like, but a, she was ranting. I want my egg. Like she was actually. Now yeah. the contest. I wasn't now, there for it, but I heard about it. Literally, like from the everybody. Con- the it's not like on Friday. grand prize winner. You go to fucking Hawaii. No, this is like you win a chocolate bar. Yeah, that's your prize. Wow. Yeah, it just was ridiculous. Like there's people like that's that. So sad. In their forties and fifties, who just complain so much. The people who complain the most are the people who have a job to get them out of the house during the day when their husband's at work and their kids are at school. And those are the people who want the most for the least amount of work because odds are they haven't had to work at all. Uh-huh. I mean, this person in particular, who Jack is mentioning, I don't believe ever had a job. No. 
Like, just had the job because literally, like, kids were in school, husband was working. Well, I'm not just going to sit around well, the house yeah. by myself. And there are lots of people like that. And those tend to be the people who want the most. But of who course. are the least flexible and the least productive. Oh, yeah. and you they have may to, have their moments. And walking around eggshells to try to ask them questions, too. Yeah. Try to get them. Oh, without a doubt. Can you stay yeah. an extra half hour? Well, no. Well, what do Why? you have to do? One life to live is on? Yeah, I just mean, so. <laughs> I mean, General Hospital? I mean, come on. They're the least flexible. and they're, I hate that with people where they got to just make your job. And again, I love the people I work with, but they're those people who just make your job more difficult than it has to be over petty, stupid shit like that. Being you know, so unproductive or being just in general not having the most approachable personality where someone will just give an attitude to someone just for you know sake you of it. You work in complain. a customer service environment. You have to well, be I under- approachable. Yeah, not only that, but people who just make their job, who just make your job more difficult than it has to be in a supervisor role. Yeah. By making their job more difficult yeah, than it has yeah, to it's be. Like, I mean, granted, I, I know Ryan works in a, a I don't want to say retail, but a, at least a customer service well, environment now. Is, yeah. as, as shitty as his day can be, he still he still has to present himself you to the bite customer. The bullet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Everybody yeah. does. There's yeah. one person in particular who I've worked with recently. Who um, my other person who's in the same position I am uh, has had a lot of problems with him in terms of his attitude, in terms of his treatment of other fellow employees. And it's come to the point. It's like, okay, you need to really knock this off because you're not doing anything. And he's even said, "Well, I just want to come to work, do my job, and leave, and you know, not have the minimal and do the minimal amount of work possible." And just go home, and I don't want Skate that kind of. By. Yeah, I don't want this kind of you know, mm. you know, responsibility, and just. But it just makes you. Then why do you have the position? Yeah, yeah. You it, it just makes position? your job more difficult. My job more difficult than it has to be, and I hate people like that. Where it's like, you gotta write this person up, you gotta talk to this person. It's like I don't generally like. You don't want calling people out on their, you know. Yeah. I mean, I know it's part of the job, and if I have to do it, I have to do. It. I just hate when people make your job more difficult because they can't do theirs. I don't know how many times I've had to say it, you know, to some particular person, and Ryan and Chris will know this. Andrew, you even knows, you know, please step out, please do your job, please do this. Or you know, he'll be tapping on the register the entire time, and it's air or, drumming, air, air, air drumming, and it's you know, yeah. So it's like, how many times do you have to tell someone to <laughs> do their job where it doesn't sink in? Well, it's made, this is a period of years now. What's made it even worse, and the reason this a, a problem person like this and many others go let's say, unpunished or managed to somehow keep the job is because in this particular company, for Jack and I, there was so much red tape to go through when you had to put somebody on paper for something, when you had to perform some kind of corrective action. There was so much red tape you had to go through. Oh, really? It was ridiculous. You had to wait and, on other people. Yeah, and that's why there, there are people who stayed at these jobs, these, unfortunately, you know, like customer-oriented jobs, who did a, a poor job and basically cost more money than they made the company. Yeah. Right. You know, paying them costs more than the money they make. If they got, let's say they got paid $8 an hour, they were maybe worth like $5 of it. And <laughs> it just seems also with corrective actions or whatever where you have to get specific information or you have to get this person to sign off and that person to sign off. And, and not talking about this job, but any job. If you're disciplining anyone and they don't, Nothing really happens where it's like okay, it's just a slap on the wrist. It's like when does discipline actually happen? See, I never when had do we that. actually. Yeah. You know what though? I never had that with the any cord? Of my jobs. When do you let this person go? I'm going to play the devil's advocate here for a minute, though. I, I understand, like from a supervisor's position, where you're coming from, but having an eight dollar an hour retail job is soul crushing. 
And honestly, I expect nobody to act like anything more than an asshole in a position like that. Well, especially well, where we work. But but you're being paid like, eight dollars an hour to do the job. If you're not going to do the job, well, you might be there. Yeah. There there are 150,000 retail jobs though. If you don't like the one you have, leave. Hey, that's what Absolutely. I did. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> I mean, I moved on to something else too. But like, yeah, at the end I'm of the day, I'm going to do what like, I think eight dollars an hour is worth and nothing more. And, yeah, but then all you're going to get is eight dollars an hour too. Like that's well, the exactly. other side. But they're of not going to give you that anyway. So that's the whole point. Not well, necessarily. Like, I mean, I moved up from the ranks in my current job. I started as a seasonal cashier. I was only supposed to be there for three weeks. Where I am now, I'm pretty much in charge of my entire department. Over, over five su- years. I mean, barring, not, yeah, yeah, I mean, saying anything against know, it, but you know, it's and that's, and, the and, people who come in do the bare minimum, though. Or I'm not saying the that's the American the dream most. or anything like that, but I mean, it does. You know, no, about, but it says something for the work you put into the yeah. job. And the th- people th- who show up and don't want it. And if you want, think about the you know the job that I just talked to you guys about today, the possible job that I may be getting. There is the base pay, like I told you, but they give you that incentive where if you do the work better, you could possibly be making twice as much. Well, the if, problem is what when it comes to actual uh, the amount of money being paid, and I'm, I am sorry to interrupt, but only because I know we're just going to get another tangent. <laughs> but I feel this is important, and I can compare this to the, specifically one of the reasons I left the job, which Jack essentially now has, is because... Yes, the amount of money that was being paid compared to other competitive, similar retailers was less. The expectations became more, and the raises were appalling, Not to say the least. Yeah. Your responsibility was. Yeah, way out of proportion with the responsibility, and yes, the, the raises were sad. I literally yeah, gave you know, like, like eight-cent raises. Tasks, yeah, tasks for, were... Yeah, it was, it was too much, and it, it, it wasn't worth the money, not like the money was great. Mm-hmm. But that being said... It may just be like a random anonymous quote, but you know, if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys, and that's exactly what it is. If you're going to yeah. pay people eight dollars an hour and do a job, yeah. you're going to get someone who's going to get an eight dollars worth of service. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And that's and exactly the, what I was you know, saying. I mean, then, there there are retailers who pay ten dollars or more an hour, and they have the right to be more picky than someone paying my less. former employer. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I didn't come aboard your. Because I, I did have the position ready and willing. You did, yeah. You, you were offered a position. Everything signed and everything. And then they showed me the pay rate, and I'm like, I'm not going to work for that. Well, now with yeah. all my experience, too. Of course. Yeah. You, know, well, yeah, I had six year, you know, I had six years of an, uh, very similar, maybe not completely, but a similar enough job where I could turn around and be like, no, I could basically run your department. Yeah. And you're going to pay me this much? And you were getting the same as a 17-year-old yeah. coming in at their first job. Yeah. yeah I'm like, uh, no. And then, of course, I got offered the other job from the property management crew for like $4 more an hour. Yeah. Well, that, that yeah. makes more sense, yeah. of course. Like, got to go where the good money you know, is. Besides yeah. the fact that it was good money, the last two jobs I held before that were both electrician, you know, electrician jobs. So I still had that construction, you know, mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it was just an easier transfer to me inst- instead of going back to retail. Yeah, because you would have been backpedaling. I mean, that's not what you yeah. told us before with your supervisor, your position. I mean, you, you no. would have been pigeonholed, and you wouldn't have really. You would have no, been miserable. I, you know, knowing you, you would have just. Been, it wasn't for you. I would have been gone faster than Ryan left yeah, that shop. It would have been quick. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, by the same token, I. In the job I eventually did get for the company I'm working for now, I stepped into a job where I was way overqualified, you know, compared to the job responsibilities versus my but experience told you what a, I could bring to it. They told but you I was, beforehand. Yes, that I was brought in basically to get the experience and get familiar with the company and then move my way up. Mm. And in that case, it was practical, and I knew in the long term it would pay off, and it certainly has already after less than five months of the job, I'm already making more than I did after eight years at my previous job. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know, it's sometimes you do need to take the 
short term and that's and that's know, pretty much what I'm less gonna, what for I'm the long term you know, more with the job that I just I hopefully do get I am going to start off at a lower rate of pay than I have with any of my previous except for the retail job any of my other jobs but I have the potential after you know so much training and this that and the other thing to be boosted right back up and then like I said before the whole incentive thing where it's like you do the work you get the jobs done you're going to be making you know, the work just well that's a different it. understanding but like when you step into you know a retail job where you start off at $8 an hour and you get a merit based review which is all excellent, and then you get another thirteen cents an hour. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. That's you know how you. That's why me? in retail places there's such a high turnover because oh yeah, because people they want pay that. shit, they treat you like shit most of the time. The yeah. higher ups don't care about you or no. what you want or what you're feeling. Yeah, it's just you're a drone in their army, and you're yeah. supposed to do what the, what they tell you to do. And and most places and most paint places are, a, you know pretty picture for you, but realistically you're like you know no. yeah. No, I, I hate those. Really defeating. And that's, the, and that's a thing at work where it just I hate people. I'm sorry to interrupt. Actually, Ryan, you that's finish right. your no, thought. No, that was pretty much. He did enough for interrupting all the other shows. You can do your own. Um, <laughs> where everybody pre- uh, paints a pretty picture, and I'm I'm not talking about you know my employment, but I know there's those companies where it's just oh my god, those ass kissers, people in that department where they think they're so funny and so. And they try to do stupid things to be an incentive for you. You know what I'm trying to say? Like within the job that you're within working. the job, like there'll be people who, and again, and unless you're going, I don't sh- want to specify the place I work now, but like there are places like that, and there are people I worked with where they just kiss ass so much. Oh, I and they're well, just the, you know, the teacher's pet. Yeah, where it's like we'll do stuff specifically for them. Oh yeah, and print you know oh you know because this person's having such a great job, everybody is you know this happy, and not everybody is. No, no. not at all. Yeah. No. Not at all. No, and it's funny everybody, too. You know, everybody's supervisor's favorite everything, and it's just shut the fuck up. This isn't you know, this is a model employee. No, it's not. They're a no, not at all. They, and they I show like the you job, and I like the job. Side, but that's it. Yeah, I like the job, but there's people. I'm not gonna you know bend over and kiss anybody's ass for you know. Oh, without a doubt, for you know anybody's favorite. I go, I go to work. I do my job. I excel at it. I do my job well, and I go home. And my work that is my work. Enough. Yeah, your, my work your is work my work. My work up. isn't my life. It should be. But then there are the people who take a job like. The, a retail job way too seriously. Oh, like you yes. know, like it needs to be a lifestyle. Look, if you work in a store, no matter or where you have it to is, cut out social circles. Or you <laughs> yeah. can't hang out with specific people. Yeah, mm. you're not curing cancer. You know, you don't work you're for the government. Out, yeah, you're packing you're not doing out anything deodorant. Secret. You're not doing anything that important. It, and it's not it's even a sur- retail. People came in for batteries, socks, mustard, condoms, and that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> most I mean, all those are sometimes for the same thing. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, people take the job too seriously. And then, like, my former boss, who is Jack's current boss, but somebody who's in a position who has had that same position as long as they've been with the company, let's say, like, seven years, telling you how to do your job better. Coming from a person who hasn't been promoted at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And who, who is running that department by default because of workplace consolidation, the yeah. same reason I was in that department with that person. Which and I'm thankful that you were in that department because I was. Of great. course. Yeah. Well, I, I think I set a good example. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was Despite what I, people said, I knew that you were doing your job of course. better than most well, people. Well, because you were. actually worked with me. All they got was a snapshot whenever they showed up. Yeah. It was but, always during downtime. You, you know, we were always standing around doing nothing. Yeah, That's exactly. Bullshit. Because when it's busy, that person was off the floor not paying yeah. attention to what was actually going on because yeah. they didn't want to have to deal with anybody mm-hmm. and do any actual work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love it when the people who 
haven't gone anywhere tell you how you can do your job better. No, no, you're telling me how to make your job easier, mm-hmm. not do mine better. Because coming from someone, again, I love the people who, who aren't going anywhere and haven't gone anywhere in their job telling you what you need to do. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to use you as a role model when it comes to work. And in that last month where we were, um, actually the two months before you quit, I remember there was a big, there was a discussion with two supervisors, one who ran the department, one who didn't, who was, you know, in charge that day that called you back to the office to, you know, because apparently you did something that wasn't, you were trying to help the department, but they didn't see it that way. Yep. If you remember that incident, what I'm talking about. I remember. So you I, was told, I was told to, from these people, bring him back here. We need to talk to him. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> what the hell happened? And, you know, knowing you, I know you don't slack off. Despite not being liking the job, I knew you didn't, you know. Just, I did the job because I was paid to do the job. You didn't phone it in the last two no. months. I didn't phone it in at all. Yeah. Okay, I did phone it in before I went off to school. <laughs> but that was years prior. So yeah, but they hired you back though. So I mean, said it spoke volumes well, or your you know consistency. There you go, and thankfully had a good reputation when I came back in the first place. Yes. <laughs> so and you barely worked with me, which was the funny yeah. thing. But even you had had known of me, let's say. Yeah. Through legend. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, <laughs> through lore, <Yeah. laughs> workplace lore. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about about being a boss specifically. Like the things <laughs> I I didn't like doing was I didn't like. Part of the, the, the problem, anyway, as to why I left was, like, giving raises, the fact that, like I said, the raises were appalling for a company that, that that's not doing proportionally worse. I mean, being in retail, obviously, after fall of 2008, when the economy started to take a dive swiftly, yeah. um, I mean, it's retail, so it's the holidays, so it didn't suffer terribly because, you know. But you noticed the difference. People are still, well, there was a difference, yeah, but, I mean, it. You know, it didn't stop the store from selling at a Nintendo Wii, you know, or things like that. It's just what people are spending their money on, and I stand by that. It's only an economic crisis, you know, when you look at what people aren't buying. People are spending the money on something. But anyway, there was, for for the company in particular who, number one, the store we were in was up as far as their sales were concerned. Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't have been scaling back similar to other stores whose sales were down. Which to me says number one customer loyalty because if you're getting more people in than you were in the previous year, and supposedly economically things are in worse shape, that shows you're doing something right. Yeah. So, in my mind, that store should be not be reduced in proportion to other stores that aren't performing as well. Yeah. But the company overall didn't have as much of a loss. But for the drastic cut, I mean, raises took. Let me give you an example because I don't think this matters now. As much as you can't discuss raises while you're working at the company. I can. I will openly talk about this now. Once upon a time, when I started working at this company, which is now over ten years ago, they gave a review after ninety days, and you got a monetary increase after ninety days. After ninety days, I got a forty cent increase. My last annual review, I got twenty six cents. Wow. Nice. Yeah, exactly. I love that. After after eight years of working, over eight years of working there. Working in the same department, eventually That's in the same store. A, a dollar change in your paycheck at the end of the week. What? 26 cents? No, that's a dollar every four hours. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're no mathematologist, are you? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Anyway. <laughs> no, but still. Oh, Fuck what, you. what a drastic decrease. But on top of that, like I said, I was giving people eight cent raises, 12 cent raises, and there were two people in particular because the company, the had deemed 
their salary at the cap for being a cashier. They didn't get raises at all. For a decade of service. Yes. For you're, for you're, being for ranked as as I'm sure most your companies off. have. I'm just gonna generalize. I'm sure most companies have the scale of, let's say, ineffective conf- Ex- excellent, satisfactory, and fucking poor, basically. Well, outstanding, no, I mean, in this case, yeah, outstanding, excellent, effective. satisfactory, satisfactory on an inconsistent basis, and then unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people were both got a satisfactory rating on their reviews, mm-hmm. and were good. Did the job? Did they excel at the job? No, but they did the job they were paid for. But were not rewarded two years in a row, by the way, with a raise, which I found to be ridiculous, and was frankly one of the reasons that I quit because I was like, if the company doesn't appreciate people who don't want to move up, not that they encouraged promoting from within, and that was another, you know, huh. issue I had with them. Yeah. But yes, promoting from within is another thing that I Yeah, well, that's... An, mm, well, the well, fact not, that... Not well, that. No, no, that, no that, they won't. That, that they won't. Yeah, that yeah. they weren't. And one of the things I appreciate I about the, the job I have now... I was the last one where it was, you know... Encouraged. Through, you know, but you had to jump through hoops for months. Oh, my God. Months. The longest summer. To basically get the job I had, yeah. which is and funny. who else was qualified for it? Nobody. Nobody. They had one other person apply for it, and she dropped out the day of the interview because she didn't want to do it. Yeah. They forced her hand into saying, look, do you want to move up? You can do this. She didn't want to work for the department that I'm in charge of. She was con- you know, consistent on her, you know, wherever she was, and she didn't want to do it, which was fine. But I knew I had no competition, and they knew that I had worked for it the It still position. took, what, like four or five months, right? When you left in July, that week, they asked me, would you like to possibly interview for Which this is position? funny because I gave three weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't ask like, you until I was gone. The night we were going to do the podcast, the first night, I remember that was the same day they asked me, would you like to possibly okay, step I was done into two this days position? Later. And I was like, absolutely. It was a goal of mine since I started with the company. If I can move up to there, that would be you know great for now. It's not something I want to make my life out of. But it's something that, you know, okay, you know, steady paycheck, a decent managerial position. The one I had at the moment wasn't – I was attracting more to the responsibility than the pay – Certainly, with you know the raise difference oh, yeah. from cashier to, you have to grow. assistant supervisor was a you know not a drastic difference in pay. Yeah, despite you know the person told me you know it's going to be a pay raise. It, it is a technical pay raise, but not what you'd expect. No, but the responsibility <laughs> aspect was the thing that really attracted me to it, and I knew I could do the job. There was a couple other things that it entailed that I knew I can do, and it was like a relay race for two straight months i didn't have you know they told me you're gonna have interviews you're gonna have interviews you're gonna have an interview early august they said you're gonna interview with three people on one day only interviewed with one person two weeks later I interviewed with somebody else the next day I interviewed with somebody else then i had to wait three more weeks to interview with the main person i was supposed to interview with and it was just so stressful you guys remember oh yeah it was you know the night yep. we were actually recorded a podcast when we I was were doing cold. i remember we were in the middle doing food cast and, and i Got the text message. All right, you're interviewing with these three people, three people Friday. Good luck. Yeah, and you, you know, immediately like clammed you know, up. Yeah, that was the notice, and it was off, and it wasn't even at work. Yeah, you know, at least they could have told me. All right, you have an interview, and that was two months after they'd approached you about the job. Yes, which further shows the organization. And every time they told company. me, well, you know, I gave as best answers as I could. I talked to them, and they're like, oh, you just seem nervous. It's a job interview. Yeah, every job. Yeah, who's interview. not nervous on a job interview? Yeah, you know, the great majority of yeah. people applying for any job at any level tense. are going to be nervous. So that will. Aff- so me being tense. I've been wound for two months because you fucking people keep putting this yeah. off. And why <laughs> put it best? It's like I'm interviewing for freaking NASA. Yeah, I remember you said ridiculous. that. It was. Yeah. It was. I, I I got a friend who got a job on a military base recently, and all, I had to wait less than a month to get the background check and drug results and all and, that back. And it wasn't even. I didn't have to go through that, but it was just so exactly. That's <laughs> the whole point. Yeah, it's like you got to. You know, they knew I could do the job, and it's like, all right, well, let's test them. 
I don't perform well in an interview, I you know maybe get a little nervous or whatever. That's going to judge does, my unless you. Are that's going to judge actor. the consistency of work. And I was going to tell him that if I didn't get the position, look, I know I didn't. You know, I was a little shaky or whatever in interviews, but my work speaks for itself that I could do this job. I know I can. I've been doing it essentially for you two were years. essentially doing the job for less. You know, what do, I, what else I do you need? Who else is going to you know? Yeah. Who else is qualified? The new I, college student they just hired. Yeah, yeah, well, that was that's one thing that really put me off was that, as opposed to because around the time that I left this job, a friend of mine who started a year after me, who had been promoted past me, which I was I was proud of because she started working part time as a cashier and eventually became a salaried manager with the store, and then another guy who'd worked for the company in multiple stores for at that point he passed ten years. All three of us left within less than two months because. It's really frustrating to come in and see. Now, granted, I wasn't, I wasn't opposed to a salaried manager position because I was an hourly department manager, but there was no chance I was going to get it anyway because the company adopted the belief that somehow a student who is graduating college with a bachelor's degree was more, regardless of experience, was more qualified to do the job than me who had been doing the job for eight years or at least been with the company for eight years and that's what and three of us who weren't going to go any further as i said within two months all left who'd been with the company for a pretty long period of time Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah, it's very disheartening to see that i mean even in the (laughs) in the meeting i was in the last one i was in when it came to discussion of my replacement essentially i mean the people were being suggested alongside jack were way out of proportion with jack's skills and capabilities and the fact that jack was essentially doing the job for less money it's it like, was ludicrous you, you, jack didn't do the paperwork side of it the administrative part like giving reviews and having to do corrective action and all that but jack was doing the work on the floor that needed to be done that ultimately we were all responsible for yeah i mean it was just so ridiculous i think a lot of companies are going that way but that's one thing that attracted me to the company i work for now they're very big on promoting from within and that's why i started Essentially and, at the bottom. <laughs> and one more thing with the whole college graduate thing. I mean, they do that essentially, like you said, not to promote from within, but they can get their claws into whoever it is just coming out of a fresh batch coming out of college. And yep. Here's a job. That let's you whip get... and mold them into our own image yep. and then just you know brainwash them. And then here you go. Yeah, here, pretty much. Here's the keys to the kingdom. You're graduating? You know? 40 grand a year. You want a job? That's yeah. literally, I think, how a lot of yeah. companies do it. And I was told because I was actually questioned, I questioned when I got out of college. If I want to do this, I mean, it's it, honestly, I will say this: it is a great job for people who do graduate. But I was essentially told, well, you do work for this company now; you'll essentially have to quit the company to try to get into the program. What? Yeah, yeah, because they want they don't want to have somebody who's currently you have working. To quit and then get rehired. Quit, well, get no. rehired into and go to a business college. Yeah, had I and left and pursued a business degree. I could have come back as an intern for the summer, making more per hour than I did as a department manager. Yeah, so they didn't want to promote in, in, from in within. a salary manager like development program, like a career development yeah, program like, with like, the company. So I could have quit, gone to college, and then been hired back basically by the company like for training internship. School. Yeah, it's yeah for so like the rungs several of the dollars more an hour. Some of the rungs of the ladder of success were missing, and they just we'll, yeah, Whenever we get them here, we'll put it. It was up for ludicrous. You. I always wonder when companies like this, you know, especially. Everything is basically people are in a business, but being a retailer, I don't know how there are people in charge who their head so far up their ass I, that they I've can't see that that's a bad that idea. It, it should be a very militaristic way of hiring and promoting where it's like – You earn it. Yeah, yeah. I mean like even, even to take the military analogy of it, even the people, if you were to go to like a military college, you're still learning the basics of the job. 
and you know you get the good officers or you know in this case managers or whatever you want you whatever your company calls them who come in and go all right who are my underlings what do they do how do they operate teach me how you work and then I can make my job and your job better as opposed to like what you're saying it's like here's forty thousand dollars and we can make you into a drone yeah Ryan, you've been awful silent. Yeah, these two haven't shut the fuck up for the past 45 minutes. <laughs> you expect. Well, here, why, tell us some of your stories. of. Uh, yeah, just go off, Ryan. Just, uh, just, just go off. In the short time you work for the same company with us, you've had plenty of, you know... Fuck the same companies. Talk about everything. Talk about customers and the shit true. you do now. It's the majority of my work experience yeah. as it is Jack's, so... Yeah. Yeah, off you go. <laughs> no, I got nothing now. <laughs> what the Blue fuck? It. Come on. <laughs> sure you do. You've had some stories. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know, customers. bosses, customers. You yeah, have bosses. plenty. Oh well, there's one customers boss that your of us have shared. Yeah, that I. You wish you can. Answer. You can riff on this person. It's fine. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> I absolutely hate him, and he knows it. I've heard from people who still work there. Good. That he, well, he's like, oh man, that kid really hated me, didn't he? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, for yeah. good reason. Yeah. Getting paid to delegate, as yep. you said in Tigercast. Oh, push around an empty you, shopping cart. Yeah, you were picked on a lot. By you were not only him, but there was a guy who worked overnight who bitched about you and didn't even. Oh, know Oh fuck you. that guy! <laughs> oh, that, that guy, guy with the ponytail. <laughs> yeah, that guy, the yeah. child molester who worked oh, overnight. My God. Yeah. Oh, who I did my job. Ryan did. Very Ryan, well. was Ryan very busted good. his ass. Oh, it's getting picked on for no reason that causes people to lose motivation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean it's funny too because when Ryan started working with us, poor Andrew is going to be sitting on the sidelines for a moment. But like you came in, and there was definitely a different feel about the store when the three of us oh, were yeah. all working there. Like when you came in, it was very, it was it was a fun place to work, and everybody yeah. w- enjoyed working with each other and all that. And oh, overall, yeah. they do. Frankly, the managers tend to ruin it mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of the employees. Yeah, as far as their treatment and their lack mm-hmm. of understanding with things, but. I heard nothing but good reviews about you for months. Yeah, like Ryan. Exactly. Great. Ryan came in and was doing a great job, and like despite being part time, was getting forty hours a week and mm. getting picked on for no reason. Yeah, that'll kill anybody's motivation. Yeah, it's very difficult to keep your head in the game when someone's constantly telling you what you're doing wrong, yeah, whether it's in a job or a right. relationship or anything or and, anything. Yeah, and it's for other people's shortcomings that you were picked on. That's oh, I why. Know that. No, I know. Yeah, it was a drag, unfortunately. And shit money, and I was there for about 11 months, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. A little bit less than a year, and it deteriorated rapidly. Rapidly. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, gone before everybody. you. Yeah. I, you know, I was trying not to let and there was a point, my opinions influence. And I know there was probably a point where you were just, like, checked out, even though you did the work right up until the end. There was a point where I knew I was leaving, where I was like, I'm done. I don't. I was, I was getting there, but because like, of my loyalty, the fa- fortunately, being friends with Jack mm-hmm. and not not to the point peers, where you ruin the job for someone else, but no, to the course. point where you're like, you know, I, just, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm not going to let things get to yeah. me at when this Chris point. Left you well, no, the way I, they I did definitely before, saw a turn, you know? <laughs> like right before yeah. Chris left. I was like, all right, well, where you have like this kind of relaxation to the point where you're not going to let the same things bother you because you're like, <laughs> I'm leaving in two weeks, so yeah. Like, well, I'm, the funny I'm thing not going to have an aneurysm over this. The funny thing is, the boss, who you hate so vehemently, um, completely, once I put in my nose, withdrew from communicating with me entirely. Mm-hmm. And, and instead, reverted to saying things about me behind my back, bad things about me behind my back, and didn't speak to me my last three weeks. He did the same thing to me. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is hysterical. And said things similarly behind yeah. my back. And that, that says a lot about the type of person. And who wants to about work for a person to like that? not expect anything Nobody. the next two weeks. And yep. I can yeah. still see when you guys and uh, when you guys come, uh, you do visit me frequently at work. Mm-hmm. If that person's there, and he, he will sees not me even make you, eye contact. Will completely he will, no, he'll avoid you, but he'll look down at me because I associate 
And I was like, yep. dude, you don't tell Someone me. Someone who, again, has been yeah. doing the same like, job for seven, like, eight years. Dude, <laughs> I, you know, I'll do my job, but you don't pay me enough no to tell me who, his, who I tell me who to hang out. He doesn't know his nickname, right? The one we all call him. He, has, he wouldn't care. He wouldn't Which go. nickname? <laughs> there, are, there are several. The, the, the one we refer to him as another singer. Oh, well, <laughs> that's not... No. Yeah, I'm not okay. Let's not that. give him the satisfaction. Yeah. Let's not, I won't, no, that's let's why, not insult the singer. So let's yeah. not insult the singer that yeah. way. No, it, it goes over his head. and you know, Probably, But yeah. he looks... I can see that it look. I get looked down upon because I still associate. And it's like, come on. You know what? Yeah. That's none friends. of his fucking business. Yeah. You know what I do on my own time is, you know, because I don't live for the job. I like doing the job, but yeah. I don't go. This I don't person, walk out of the place and be like, "God, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow?" It's like I, you know, you've been on yeah. you've been on vacation all this week. Actually, how has that yeah. been? Yeah, it's amazing. Been pleasant. <laughs> I don't want to go back. The funny <laughs> thing is, that this person doesn't. Li- your boss doesn't live for the job either, but presents it like it's the most important thing that can yeah. be done mm-hmm. when they're the in the building. When they stop, and I was trying to get to this earlier, when they stop telling you what your social circle is, who you can, it's not like we're working for the government and there's secrets. It's a store. At the end of the day, yeah. it's a business. Nothing it gets run. Nothing should be told. I when it gets to the point where it's a job like that, and you te- they tell you who you shouldn't shouldn't hang out with. I mean, that's just over. Yeah, you're way all, over the limit. As long as you're all adults, it's nobody's business. If you yeah. conduct yourselves professionally, mm-hmm. yeah, if, and yeah. everybody is hopefully working towards the same goal. Yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. Andrew, you're the only one who has spent the last few years in a field outside of retail. Please regale us with tales of customers and coworkers. Well, Ryan, know, Ryan knows my uh, tales of working with crazy assholes and electricity. Mm. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear some. Drinking you, at 7 o'clock yeah, in the morning. You had a, <laughs> we've, my kind we've, of job. We've referenced yeah. this in earlier shows while Andrew was working at I've his been, last I've job. Been, I guess you could say lucky enough to work in jobs where, um, number one, I didn't have to wear a fucking uniform because I worked in a construction trade, which is mm. great. Oh man! Awesome. I I I'm gonna miss that with if I do get this new job. But we do have to wear a uniform, which I don't mind. But still, the fact that I can wake up, grab some clothes, and just yeah, go to work. Yeah, obviously, you prefer to not have to wear a uniform, you know, which I think most people would agree with. Of course, I worked with two electric, two different electricians, both of which I got laid off from because of work being slow. It is one of those demanding jobs where it's like you got to constantly get customers selling your own product, kind of thing. Nothing against the bosses; they had to lay me off. They couldn't afford me. Whatever, you know. It's not like I cost so much money. It's just that they couldn't afford me because the jobs weren't there. Um, but at least with the second electrician, um, there were plenty of days where it's, oh, it's lunchtime. Let's go get a 12 pack. (laughs) Jealous in the middle of the day. Dealing with electricity. This shit can kill you. (laughs) And going to the bar for lunch. Oh no, that was the yeah. that was the new no. That's the the last job I had. That oh, was I'm it. sorry. I, no, yeah, as much as right, I, right. I was jealous of that, it made me very distrustful of someone who would be handling my electricity. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did, we got the work done. We're not. We weren't sloppy, and these guys were great. The two guys that I they were sloppy. With. Yeah. Well, <laughs> drinking different... at seven o'clock in the morning is the definition of sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> true. And then throughout the rest of the day, yeah, there's no two again, ways about that, it. Slop fest again. That's <laughs> the cur- that was the last job. That wasn't the electrician. Well, whatever um, job it was. Either way. Sloppy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, elect- the electricians, you know, we grabbed... They weren't sloppy. We did the work. We knew... At least those two guys knew what they were doing. They taught me a lot with dealing with the trade. It's sad that I didn't get to go to school with it because, unfortunately, when you go to the electrician school, you have to continue your job as an electrician. You ha- That's the papers you sign and whatever else. Yeah. You can't just sign up for a Votech class and just go for electricity. Unless they change rules since I've been out. Yeah. Grab 12-pack. Oh, where are we going today? We're going to Bergen? Okay. We're going to Bergen County. Two-hour drive up north. Work there for four or five hours and a two-hour drive back. Paid the entire time. 
since we walked on the boss's property, we were paid. Overtime nice. like a motherfucker. See, that's pretty awesome. Overtime is good. But oh. the other side, of, the bad side of overtime, until you got the paycheck, was when you had to plow snow for the township. Uh, oh, <laughs> God damn it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a township. Again, I worked for a property maintenance company, and um, obviously they ha- we, the company owned high-rises and apartment complexes. Actually, the apartment complex I live in now. And multiple flex spaces. Flex spaces is office things. It's like an office building. And we had to make sure... Jesus Christ, there better not be... If there's two inches of snow on the ground, we're out there with shovels and fucking the, the trucks. Mm-hmm. And the office space that we owned? Ridiculous. They bitched about a drop of ice on a centimeter of land two miles away because they were that fucking... Because they work with the government. Yeah. Uh, God forbid mm. that they get their own fucking ice melt and put it on that drop of ice. They can't do that. No, we have to come in and do it. I'm wearing my high heels and I slipped and fell. Don't wear high heels in the fucking snow, bitch. Go get some fucking sneakers and then wear high heels when you're in the office, you Sorry, stupid go, cunt. Boots. Trust me. Boots. Yeah, yeah. They're good all year long. I don't even get, wear Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> Slap people Yeah, around. why aren't you like the rest of the women walking around and wearing Uggs? <laughs> Fuck. Boots for the Australian Outback that you, know, you wear to you know, handle the rough terrain Government in the jobs. mall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You know, you had that. And then, of course, you would have the tenants who would... Each apartment complex has their own super, the superintendent, which is like, it's his apartment complex. He knows everybody there. He knows the ins and outs. And then I was part of the field maintenance crew, which went around and did overall apartment renovations. When like someone moved out and they left a fucking shithole, I'm the guy who came in and fucking made it sparkle. You know, me and the the rest of the guys. And you do. Made that shit sparkle. Yeah. Well, you've done work on this apartment that you're in. Yes, I did. You know, so you can see some of them. We can vouch for it. Absolutely. True story. (laughs) But either way, it's like, you know, you get these people that they'll sit there and they'll stare at you and they'll ask you, what are you doing? What the fuck does it look like? I'm laying fucking tile down in your kitchen, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And that even translates back to the electrician, you know, because not only did we do the skeleton of the skeletons of a house, we would do, you know, new shit like, um, oh, I want a fan hung in my bedroom. You know, especially with all the uh, senior developments. They loved electricians. They always wanted new lights and shit put up, <laughs> you know. But then you'd be sitting there on a fucking 14-foot ladder because they got these cookie-cutter homes in, like, Monroe and shit, and you're trying to hang a fucking 100-pound fan. What are you doing? You want something to drink? You want something to eat? You want, okay. me to hold, you want me to hold the ladder for you? Can I tie a wire for what? you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, you're my leg. Pass, yeah, you're going to patch that hole when you're better, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you're all healed. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, you had some very colorful co-workers at your last job, including your boss. Please. I know we referenced that your boss was an avid bow hunter. He was. <laughs> which is still funny. He still is. Please uh. tell everybody about some of your former co-workers. The antifreeze guy is pretty funny. Oh, God. Um, yes. The, the pasta. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Andrew, this please. This man... I'm going out and saying his name is George. Just say his name is George. Oh, well, now we know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. George. Dead giveaway. Old, older man, I'd say, what is he now? He's got to be like 60-something now. He's just a whack job. <laughs> the man's out of it. He literally said he doesn't remember the 80s. <laughs> that, that That's was, a shame. <laughs> does he remember Does's the 60s? Because allegedly, if you do, you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> I w- he's been to Woodstock, the original. 
um, while the concert was going on? Yes. <laughs> Is he yes. sure? Or did he catch it on TV you know, while he was, you know, sniffed the tube of crest? <laughs> this guy, and he was a, he's a fantastic teacher. You want to learn anything about fucking air conditioners or small machine repair? He can teach you. Except, <laughs> except how to keep the, the sense of feeling in his fingers. He's worked with Freon for so long. Now, oh, that explains it. He worked with, <laughs> he's, he's worked with Freon for so long, it burnt the tips Rubbing of his Rubbing it fingers. on his belly and... <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Making Freon and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Mm. But like he lost the he lost the feeling in his fingers. His skin has that healthy neon yellow glow to it. <laughs> Is he glow in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> but he, like he lost the feeling in his fingers, so like he can't I mean his fingers work. He actually dropped a washing machine on his fingers and broke them. Ooh. So like, it didn't feel a thing. No, he didn't. Of course. Until yeah. he looked over and saw that the thing's on top of his hand. Ow. <laughs> that hurt. I'm not choking. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> oh, I can. Oh. So the bitch. stage just keeps getting better. It's like, I can't move my thumb. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's literally burnt the feeling out of his hand because of the Freon. So he'll be touching, you know, hot pipes and stuff be like, oh, what's this? And like he'll hold it on for too long and go, Oh shit, that burns. <laughs> no shit, asshole. <laughs> Made it all the way through the bone before he noticed. <laughs> Uh, Is there a chemical reaction? Like somebody <laughs> the pipe explodes. Oh, that's a... <laughs> now, was this the guy with the pasta? Just because it's Yes, funny. it is. All right. This man, he's, he's set in his ways. He's very set in his ways. He would go home from work, stay up till about 7 o'clock and fall asleep. I mean, he's older man. He was like 59, 7 60. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m., yes. Oh, go man. To, go to sleep. <laughs> I know, hell of a night. <laughs> drinking. Dude, this... Now, he's he had a heart attack. Had a heart attack, I believe. I don't know. I think he may have had two. So he's on medicine. So you give him one beer and he's fucking gone. You know, because it reacts with whatever the fucking pill is. Uh-huh. So he goes What's that supposed to work? Is it beer and medicine? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I, I wonder why they weren't against that. <laughs> so... You know, you're full of Freon. I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll go home. He'll have like two or three beers and he'll be good for the... Some part of the night. And then he'll wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, make himself either a whole pound of pasta, like a whole fucking box, or the Chinese food he ordered himself for dinner. He'll always order extra, eat it all at 3 in the morning, go back to sleep. Jesus. Wake up at 6 in the morning and come to work. Wow. Do you know how much a pound of pasta really is? I can't eat a pound of pasta, all right? I'm you know a how deceptive pasta is? Yes. <laughs> you look at a box of pasta that's a pound, and you're like, oh, that's nothing. Yeah, and then... Once you put it in the pot, oh, that could feed like six people. Yeah. 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 It really it's ridiculous. can. Ridiculous. Yeah. That is, uh, and homeboy so ate a whole pound by himself, by himself. <laughs> and he's in the middle of the night. And he's skinny as a rail. Fuck. And this motherfucker tans that like Freon a eats up the carbs. Yeah, like yeah, yes. yeah. I gotta go on this Freon diet. Yeah. <laughs> the Freon diet. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, but like I said, you want to learn anything about small machine repair? You're free to bring the carbs on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What? <laughs> let me try it. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cut to Jack's funeral. Yes. <laughs> we tried to tell him results to do may it. vary. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Uh, so that was just one of them. And, of course, there was the other co-workers where it's like, oh, we'll be working over in Neptune and head over to... You mean Uranus? Because that's what the town looks <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, 
Bada bing. We'll be working over there, and then we'll head over to you know Pete and Elda's, have a pizza, nice and three or four beers, a pizza each and three or four beers, <laughs> yes. yeah, and a pound of pasta. No, <laughs> yes, no, that's for that's for me. that's for first that's breakfast at three a.m. <laughs> what do you even call that? That's, that's not even breakfast. That's the fourth meal. Yeah. <laughs> And that's one guy, and this, and this guy would get that. This is the other coworker. He get loaded on the weekends and call people up. These are the same people I invited to my wedding. Uh, <laughs> the what one are you guy, doing, Andrew? Getting married? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> this is this is open bar. Yes. <laughs> oh, please believe that was the first question that came out of their mouths. Open bar. Uh, yeah. Not congratulations. Nope. 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 Open bar and nope. dance floor. It was bad news, Jack. Uh, but it was hilarious. Free oh, it was hilarious. All over the place. <laughs> you can see where he break danced. <laughs> this dance is called the numb. <laughs> The sad part was because he had to take. He took his pills. He drank before he, they were pregame and before my wedding. Like, <laughs> they pregamed like my fuck, wedding in the parking lot. Like it's a fucking football yeah. game. I'm with, not joking. Yeah, with the truck stereo blasting the funeral march. <laughs> you know, like your people in the parking lot of a Rush concert playing Limelight. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt. Or they were ACDC. playing "You Light Up My Life" yeah, or ACDC. Uh, they probably were playing ACDC. Actually. Yeah, because my old boss isn't. Huge AC Massive ACDC fan oh. slash bow hunter. Yes. <laughs> slash bow That's hunter. a combination. Oh, oh you don't believe. Freon bows and ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> and beer. Yeah. yeah. See, obviously they had beer. to let you go. Otherwise, why would you leave? Yeah. <laughs> they had to. Uh, Shit. Wow. Best time, though. Uh, oh, I, yeah. You know, best time. Best people to work with. I have nothing wrong with them, but you know, they, they, they fired me because new management came in. And didn't like what I did. Boo. Even though Boo. I was one of the three people they kept sending to the same job that they didn't like what I did. <laughs> because I was one of the better looking ones. Because sadly that was one of the things that you had to consider when working in a job like this. You have to send your representative out that you know had the good look. Well, not good look, but like... But look, represent- looked, in your case. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, it didn't shit. look like a slob. <laughs> Didn't look like a slob, and unfortunately, me and like two or three other guys. And were, they were already at bags for the heads, so you know they had nothing <laughs> to go on. You know they couldn't send George there. He'd People mumble. are catching on that these are smiley faces we're drawing on the front, <laughs> <laughs> and it's making them uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. No, it was because you have an air of professionalism that you yeah. can conjure up if needed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and obviously, you, you do keep yourself neat. You know, you having long hair, you tie it back when appropriate. You know, you keep and that your, didn't. And you the keep hair your beard well my, trimmed. You know, my hair didn't start growing until at least a year in. That's true. Job. Your hair was short when you started. You yeah, know? your hair was like ju- just starting to get wavy. Yeah. yeah, they watched the hair grow, and even then, they saw that you know I kept it well maintained. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But whatever, you know. Yeah. But who, who cares? You know what? It, that lost. job long term was well. Yeah, it wasn't going to pay off. There was no room for you to move in that job. So no, and actually, like you guys, why talked bother? To, you guys talked about you know pay cuts and raises and stuff like that. We took when the economy collapsed for our time. We took a, uh, depending on how much you made, we took a, either a five, seven and a half, or ten percent pay cut, depending on what your salary or pay rate was. I took a five percent because I was one of the lower ends, and we never got it back. After and two I was going to say you got a yeah. pay freeze, didn't you? Yeah, we got a pay freeze for two years. We never got a raise after your pay cut. That you know, fucking we sucks. never had like the first year I started working. We had a company party. Everyone who worked for the company was uh, was invited. It was over in you know. Some hotel it was a big party. The fucking owner was there. Great time. Didn't get that for two years afterwards. 
Which is funny because I saw the properties that this company was acquiring. They were higher end. The and, owner and more, of the New Jersey Nets lives in one of the properties. Yeah, like they're not hurting. And you guys That's the kinda, have, have done work in areas like, as we've mentioned before, in towns like Rumson where Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen live. Yeah. And, you know, like mo- way more affluent sections. Bergen County, as you said, you did a lot of work up there. Well, that was the electrician, but like with at least with the PRC. But you did in that job. Yeah. But no, but still, but we yeah, get Rumson, like you said, um, North Brunswick, West Long Affluent Branch. Affluent areas. Like yeah, acquiring still, yeah. these, what you would think would be big accounts, and then mm-hmm. they're still cutting back and, again, paying you guys less, which I don't know. That's the thing that was bothers whole, me Their about. whole thing was we rather would pay you less and keep, let you keep your job than fire off bunches of people and have to replace them for lower wages which in a way it's like i didn't lose honestly with five percent i didn't lose that much money Mm -hmm. i mean i still made about the same amount of money because i got paid every two weeks and whatever else and i still kept my job as opposed to a year in and all of a sudden i need another job you know because they're just laying people off left and right yeah yeah but when companies do things like that like the year i had to give people those crappy raises and then i got a crappy raise it still seemed like they were insulting raises to the people who got them. I mean, yeah. I have respect for companies like Men's Warehouse where yeah, you know, the owner didn't take a raise at all or I think maybe even took a pay cut because he didn't want to lay off anybody and they had yeah. no layoffs in 2009. Like, that's awesome. You know, the CEO for Whole Foods takes a dollar a year as his salary. I mean, I'm sure he gets stock options and things like that likewise with the with the – you know, CEO of Men's Warehouse. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they yeah. get things like that, but they're not taking money away from the company. From the company they're running. They may be profiting off the company, but they're not taking money out of employees' pockets. Mm-hmm. I used to get irritated, you know, when I heard in the, this previous job where they would be like, oh, so-and-so from the corporate office has a jet today. I'm like, why is there a jet? Yeah. Why are they flying around in a jet, yeah. you know, <laughs> with insulting raises to, to visit people who are obviously disgruntled? There's stupid things like that. So that's why I definitely admire companies, like I said, to say Men's Warehouse and Whole Foods, because obviously the people who run those companies have sense and are willing to, since they're in more of a, let's say, financially secure position, or certainly a much <laughs> better financial, Affluent. yeah, in much better financial shape than their employees, then yeah, I have to respect them when somebody at the top is taking some kind of cut or giving up something and keeping that money within the company because then that shows that you really have... Faith in your company and your employees. Yes, that shows you have the people's best interests at heart and jobs are all about people. doesn't matter what you do. That's where the emphasis needs to be. Absolutely. Well, we could certainly spend hours upon hours going on about jobs. There'll probably be another one of these There there will certainly be another one probably down the line and we, we should probably get more people involved considering... You know, yeah. you don't want to hear about our same tired work history for years and years. But, yeah. alas, until next time you tune into us, which better be next Friday, <laughs> this is Chris. This is Andrew. This is Brian. And this is Jack. And thank you again for listening to another fantastic edition of the only podcast that matters. Yeah.